Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve the case. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria Blasucci. <laughs> Web Crawlers has a Patreon <laughs> to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs, and merch discounts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You will also get videos of our podcast episodes one day early. And uh, you're in for a treat today. Because we realized that Zoom now has different filters. Yeah, they do. I'm dressed like the Hamburglar. Maria's in 3D glasses. Melissa's in some cool shades. We'll be switching it up throughout the episodes. I'm in the the deal with it shades. If you're not a a patron, you're missing out. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews on our mailbag episodes. And also, Erios has a hotline. Six two six six It's really been popping off and we've been getting tons of messages so far. Please keep them coming and we will play them again in our mailbag episodes. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We have Kira G, Rachel D. Tessa, Eric, and Jeff B. Welcome. Okay, so I am super excited for today's episode. It's something that I am super into. We've (laughs) mentioned it a little bit before, but today we're going to go more in depth. 
If you think Barbie and Ken are scary, you should check out the haunted doll market that's flourishing on the internet right now. (laughs) Sellers on eBay and Etsy are selling dolls that are allegedly inhabited by spirits old and new, some positive in nature and others more cursed. Additionally, there are haunted dolls that you might already know, Mm -hmm. such as Annabelle and Robert the doll, who was actually the inspiration for Chucky. Oh. Yes. There's also an entire island in Mexico that is dedicated to dolls. Turns out dolls aren't just for kids. Let's get into it. First and foremost, we've talked about Annabelle before, but Annabelle's probably the most noted cursed or possessed doll. And she's also uh, the the doll that's featured in like Annabelle, obviously Annabelle creation, The Conjuring and Annabelle Comes Home. Mm-hmm. I literally tweeted, we're going to get into Robert the doll, but I literally tweeted like, are there any movies about Robert the doll? And like some man responded, yeah, Annabelle. And it was like, actually, Annabelle is <laughs> based off Annabelle. Um, <laughs> what an idiot. I got so upset. Um, and then he deleted his tweet. So then oh, it looked like I was responding that's to no sad. one. He was, you know, I think that's nice that he tweeted back to you. No, I don't. Okay. Don't? So anyways, okay. no, like don't tweet at me if you're going to say something stupid. No, um, <laughs> Ellie, I feel the same way. I feel, the I same thought way. it was nice. I think it's nice. Especially if you're a man trying to educate Ugh, me on something and the then worst. like what you're saying is totally wrong. Okay. So in 1968, two re- roommates claimed that their raggedy and doll that they bought like at a garage sale was possessed by the spirit of a young girl named Annabelle Higgins, who allegedly had lived in their apartment complex, but had died. Right. Or, and, was um, buried where their apartment complex was now built. Allegedly, the roommates would find the doll standing upright. She would be in different places of the house. Then they left it. And the craziest thing is they would find letters throughout the house scribbled in crayon saying things like, help me. Nope. And the the women were like, we don't even have crayons in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They literally said that, which I think is like the weirdest part of it um so psychic duo the warrens who we've also have an episode on took the doll telling the roommates that it was being manipulated by an inhuman presence um and they put it on display at the family's occult museum Mm -hmm. and it's still there to this day it's owned and operated by their children uh and again a whole bunch of films were based off that story But in doing my research today, uh, I found out about a doll that's even more interesting to me and cooler. It's had like a series of movies based on it, but like horrible, horrible movies, like Lifetime movies um, that are inaccurate. Oh, what? Yeah. But I think a real... A real movie written about the story about this doll could be so great. So if you're listening, you should do that because I'm just like obviously too lazy. And also, I don't think that I'm the person who should write it. If who's listening? You said if you're listening. Any writers. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. But like, who do you want to write it? You said if you're listening. I don't know. I didn't mean your. I don't know. I'm like, I just woke up from a nap (laughs) 10 minutes ago. I should be the one to write it. So if you're listening... 
Who? If you're a writer. <laughs> if you're a writer and you're listening. Any writers? Maria, I woke up literally 12 minutes ago from a nap and I'm wearing, I'm still wearing my snuggie. <laughs> what, like, what do you want from me? Um, okay. So, uh, some of this information is from ghosts and gravestones. Uh, the story of Robert the doll oh, is from the <laughs> what you got this information from some ghosts and some and gravestones. gravestones. <laughs> it's a website. You guys are worse than that guy who tweeted at me. What is this? I hate this episode. Okay, so <laughs> from the website, ghosts and gravestones. <laughs> Am I making like no sense? Anyways, okay. So the story of Robert the doll uh, dates back to the 1900s when a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto, who went by Gene, um, was given a handmade doll by a servant who worked for his parents. And Robert quickly uh, became attached to Gene. They became like best friends. And if you look at pictures of Robert the doll, he's really scary looking. He's three feet tall. He has his own little like pet lion. Does he look like Chucky? No, he like looks like he's like carved out of potatoes. He's like beige. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Suit. Yeah, he's like really scary looking. Oh, no. He looks nothing like Charlie. Uh, Chucky. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Something like Charlie. Like oh my like god! I made, I made, I made a small error. I caught myself before I even said Charlie in full. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Okay. So now there are some theories uh, that aren't really talk about, and it feels like for me, black erasure from this story of Robert the doll. And it has a lot to do with like servitude. Mm. A servant was the one who gave Robert the doll to the family and to the child gene. And the servant was allegedly of uh, Bahamian origin, which is from the Bahamas. And he practiced magic, um, a type of magic from the Bahamas called obeya which uh, has African origins, and it's similar to things like voodoo. Oh. And allegedly, this servant was not very happy with the Otto family. And so some theories that are floating around that they don't really talk about the backstory of Robert the Doll so much is that the Ottos were unkind to the servant, and also that uh, so maybe the, the servant made this life-size doll and uh, put a curse on it and then gave it to the family. And then also that the patriarch of the Otto family had had an affair with the servant's wife, most oh. likely had like raped her and oh, then God. impregnated her and the baby had been miscarried and or perhaps like aborted. Oof. And then that the servant created Robert the doll as like a life-size voodoo doll. Oh. And then maybe the spirit of the child possessed the doll, uh, the one who had passed away. And so then the doll was like evil and angry and then was given to the family. So those are some maybe backstories about how the doll got evil, if you believe that it was. And we'll get into different theories about like if dolls are evil and how they might get that way. So at first, Gene and Robert were best friends. Again, Gene is the human. Robert's the doll. Uh, Gene and his doll were inseparable. He would take Robert everywhere and in fact, almost treated him like an imaginary friend. He would talk to him. He would feed him food or like pretend feed him food and take him on walks. 
The weird thing, though, is that sometimes when Gene would be playing with Robert in his room, the auto parents would actually hear two childlike voices having oh. conversation. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-mm. However, then things started getting really bad. One night, Gene went to bed, and when he woke up in the middle of the night, he found Robert the doll sitting upright at the bottom of his bed. When he screamed and his mother came to see what was going on, she found that his bedroom door had suddenly locked and she was unable to get in. Then she heard the sound of furniture being thrown all around the room and her son screaming. When she could finally open the door and it magically unlocked again, she found the doll sitting at the bottom of the bed, almost like looking at her. With furniture strewn all around the room, and her son was crying, saying, it was Robert, it was Robert. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, Robert did it. Uh So, after this incident, they decided to lock Robert in the attic. I don't know why they decided, like, not to just give him away. Like, why wouldn't you just give this cursed doll away? Or throw it out, maybe not give it away. Yeah, give it away to a trash can. Yeah. But neighborhood kids said that they would actually see Robert in the master bedroom, which was one floor below, looking out the window and taunting them as they walked down the street. So I don't know what taunting them means, but, like, apparently the the doll was supposed to be in the attic and it would somehow make its way one floor down into the master room looking out the window at kids who were walking down the street. And kids would be like, there's a doll in the in the master bedroom looking out the window who's being weird. Eventually, the parents died and then Jean died, not not weirdly or tragically, just with time. And Robert remained in the attic. And then a new family bought the house. And then the child of that new family found Robert. And then he started creeping her out. She claimed to see him move or break furniture. So the family was like, no, we are not dealing with this. And they decided to donate Robert to the East Mortello Fort Museum in Uh-oh. Um, Florida. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's still there to this day and you can visit it. But it's pretty weird, and it has this one main rule. Robert has a rule where apparently you have to ask permission to take a picture with him before you do. What? Yes, or else you will suffer really fatal consequences. (laughs) People who have just taken pictures of Robert without being like, Robert, may I take a picture with you? Their phones have broken like immediately after... Some have gotten in near fatal car crashes after leading them, leaving the museum and like a lot of other weird events. And on the wall of the museum are letters actually from people who have written apology letters to Robert after suffering, um, near fatal accidents from taking pictures with him. Oh, I want to see if I can find any apology letters. Okay, so Robert, I just want to let you know that I, unlike my friends, have total respect for you. When I questioned your powers last fall, I missed my flight from Miami and nearly missed an important court date. This weekend, when I related my tragic tale to my friends, they openly questioned whether you even existed, much less your powers of revenge. Well, the next day, one of them had a flat tire and others were trapped in traffic on Interstate 90. Perhaps now they understand. I fervently hope they will cease their mockery. Maybe even some will venture to your home and pay you a visit. Are these letters like displayed? 
Yeah, they're all on the wall. Oh, wow. There's a hashtag on Twitter, hashtag sorry, Robert. Okay, so here's someone who said, as I snapped the picture, I looked at my camera and it said no images. All the 50 plus pictures that we had taken in Key West were suddenly gone. We went parasailing the next day. The boat captain took a video of us in the air, got back home. The disc was blank, went to a camera store and they could find no reason why our pictures were gone and why the disc was blank. I have also been hearing some strange noises during the night since I've been home to all who may read this. Please listen to the nice lady at the front desk of the museum. Ask Robert's permission if you want to take a picture. Well, I mean, he's he's said what he wants. Don't just, you know, case closed. <laughs> yeah, he practices good boundaries. Exactly. In my opinion. Exactly. You can all learn a little something. Case yeah. closed. Case closed. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's Robert the doll, who's one of the most famous dolls, along with Annabelle. Now, for some reason, probably with like these Annabelle movies, there's a huge haunted doll market. So people are selling haunted dolls on Etsy and on eBay um, and like antique stores. And there's also a huge haunted doll thing on YouTube and even on TikTok. So I found this girl on TikTok whose whole deal is haunted dolls. And her name is Bad Mood Rude. And she collects and she like sells, I guess, or gives away um, haunted dolls. And people send her also haunted dolls. Um, Melissa, I sent you one of her TikToks. Can we play she, where she's describing one of her haunted dolls and what it does? Hey, so I'm just going to tell you guys about one of my haunted dolls. Her name is Abby. Uh, she was found in an attic a few years ago, not by me, by someone else. And then uh, I gave her a permanent home. Uh, some facts about Abby when she was alive. She's from Arkansas. She had a traumatic death in 2009, age 39. Uh, she won't talk about it. I love Abby. Uh, if anyone upsets me, she will turn the TV off. She messes with electricity. She'll turn video games off in different rooms. If I'm not happy, Abby likes to communicate by knocking on walls. She likes watching birds, so I'll put her to watch birds, and she likes flowers. Is she uh, Allie? So that's Abby. I love Abby. <laughs> she's very positive. She's a happy spirit. Uh, she was a good mom when she was alive. And if you want to know about any more dolls, just let me know. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's like super weird, uh, and I'll get into this in a second. What threw me is that it, it died in 2009, this spirit, and I'm like, that feels so recent. How did a recent spirit get into a doll? Like, what 2009, like, that's like the age of clubbing with like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Like, what yeah. spirit is like, I want to live my whole eternity inside of a doll um, at this TikToker's house. But so she goes through all the th different things her dolls do. This is a, there's another video and it doesn't have like really good audio description. So we can't really play it, but she puts one of her dolls to sleep and then she like puts it next to toys. I think I send it to you guys. And she's like, yeah, mm -hmm. she's like, Johnny, do you want to play with your toys before bed? And then like the toy starts going off. It's like a, sound toy or a light toy and then the toy randomly starts going off and also on her tiktok she has like orbs that she's captured and then like allegedly like her dolls moving and stuff she says that she's seen her dolls like taking off their own shoes or like costumes <laughs> and things like that so that's what she alleges and she collects all these dolls a another thing that's weird is that all these dolls allegedly have recent spirits that have passed and now they're in dolls <laughs> We also spoke to, yes, um, 
this woman, Nancy, I found her Etsy shop. It's nancyshauntedolls.com, and that will lead you to her Etsy store. Um, and she has pages and pages and pages of haunted dolls. She even has a um, haunted Ouija board. It's a... Oh, no. Yeah, which I don't know why anyone would want this. It's a creepy Ouija board with three demons attached, it says. Uh, the description is... If you're into paranormal activities and this creepy board is for you, I've had this Ouija board stored away for a while now because the last time I played it with played with it, I encountered three demonic spirits and I must admit it scared the crap out of me. I always knew it had one spirit attached to it, but the last time I played with it, three of them came forward. My friends and I played during the full moon and all hell broke loose. One of the demons scratched two of my friend's face and another demon tipped a few things over to make himself known. One demon said his name was Sandman and the other said he was Lucifer. The one I knew about is Hannibal. I don't know if there are more demonic forces attached to the Ouija board because as far as I know, there are only three of them. Um, And this ships in one business day for free if you're interested. (laughs) Um, But she has like pages and pages of dolls um, and allegedly she has purchasers from all around the world, believers in the paranormal and the supernatural, who use these dolls, I guess, to communicate with the other side um, uh. or for good luck. I don't know, man. So um, I asked Nancy. Nancy says uh, she inherited her entire doll collection from her late grandma, who was a psychic and medium who collected haunted dolls i asked her what her craziest story was regarding haunted dolls that ouija board's pretty scary uh but she has another story like that kind of um my craziest doll story was when my friends and i were playing with the ouija board and we had placed one of the evil spirit dolls in the center of the table while we connected with her spirit and when her spirit came through the lights went out and the television turned on by itself showing the scene of Norman Bates stabbing the woman in the shower. The screams of that lady in the shower sent chills up our spine because we were not expecting that. I'll say. Uh, yeah, me, me, their girlfriend. So I asked what she uses the haunted dolls for. She said, I use them as a lucky talisman whenever she goes to bingo or the casino. Whoa. <laughs> bingo or the casino? If we're, does she live in Nevada? Florida. So thank you, Nancy, uh, for illuminating us to that. I'm reading some reviews. Yeah, what do they say? There's one from December 24th. It's a doll. It looks like a boy doll. It says, very beautiful vessel. I highly recommend this shop. And she sent me some extra stuff, too. Merry Christmas. Update. So he pushed the bed hard, and the bed was shaking a bit. Then I saw a shadow figure quickly go behind me. He's been very nice, and he's working on my wish. What's your wish? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That woman needs to see Wonder Woman 1984 stat. Why? You haven't seen Wonder Woman yet? It's so bad, but it's about how like wishes are bad. About wishes. (laughs) The whole movie's about wishes. Oh, my God. She sold... She has 1,600 reviews or sales yeah people are like into this people this is a whole new thing that people are doing for some reason does she oh they're like 150 130 dollars 120 200 dollars yeah they're not cheap damn she's making bank off these haunted dolls good for her seriously 
Um, this this woman saying Natasha has given strong EMF readings. Sabrina is so beautiful. She's already communicating with me via pendulum. Surprised me when she was open to speak with me right when she met me. She is such a welcoming soul, and I look forward to getting to know her. Wow. Very fast shipping. She is stunning, and her energy is very strong. <laughs> wow. This woman, anonymous from November 20, 2012, says, beautiful, beautiful doll, but no paranormal activity at all. Very disappointed. Well, can't please everyone. Yeah. Love her. She plays in my hair and with the dolls and with the kitties. Oh, God. So that is something I read is that pets are very fond of these of these haunted dolls. Oh, I bet. And that TikToker had a um, bad mood rude, had a video of her cat or maybe it was her dog. I can't remember just licking the hand of one <laughs> of the haunted dolls, just like licking it. It was really creepy. Ooh. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I had asked Nancy, like, how do these dolls get inhabited or like quote unquote possessed by a spirit? Yeah. And she had given me an answer, but I wanted to know a little bit more. So I asked Greg and Dana Newkirk of Hellier and John Tenney. And I was like, guys, I need a professional opinion. How do dolls get haunted? And here's what they said to me. So Greg said, so here's the short version based purely from our own experiences and the experiences of other people we trust and respect. We think of hauntings in three ways. Residual, 
which is typically the result of some large, emotionally impactful, impactful event, which causes imprints on a place or thing. Think Civil War ghosts or like in uh, Native American burial ground. I added that part. No real intelligence to them. Usually they just do their thing. So like a place that might be haunted because something horrible has happened there, for example. The second is intelligent, where for some reason, some semblance of a discarnate intelligence shows up and actually interacts. So maybe grandma doesn't want you to sell her old earrings on eBay, so she hides them. And then you end up selling them and she is angry about it or something. And then so then she ends up uh, a negative charge is given to those earrings. So then like every time you wear the earrings, something bad happens or something. So something can have like bad juju or something, right. you know, blood diamonds. Yes. <laughs> where it's like, God, every time or or even like the opposite, where like lucky stuff where it's like if someone has like a lucky Lucky socks or like lucky underwear or something, you know? Okay. So then, you know, the lucky underwear thing. Lucky underwear. So then, um, and the third, which we think is the case for most hauntings, he said, uh, is personally is something we call an intentional haunting. Basically, someone puts so much thought and energy into a thing or a place that they actually make it haunted. We see this kind of stuff with haunted places that appear on TV. They weren't actually haunted before. But then a big show goes there and makes up some crazy story about how the place has a goat man demon or something. And suddenly people who do visit see a goat man demon. And then he says, Crybaby Bridge is another good example of this. I feel like John Tenney said that. Yes. I think in the same or some episode, he was like, yeah, people go to a place so much that they bring this like sort of haunted energy with them. Yeah, that their energy haunts it. So perhaps like, for example, like maybe Robert the doll didn't uh, or Annabelle didn't start off being haunted, but someone got scared by it. And then they told the story that they were scared by it. So then this doll becomes scary. Then more people are scared by the doll. And then the doll has like a, a lore, a lore like attached to it. So then it becomes like a haunted doll. And then it does have like a bad energy attached to it. Mm-hmm. And there it's like the like law of attraction or like manifestation or something. Um, so say someone sees a creepy doll in their mom's attic. They think it might be haunted. They tell their friend about it and text a photo. They say it's haunted. Suddenly you feel a presence. You put it on Facebook. People pump tons of emotion into it saying it's haunted. Then you hear it move. Suddenly it's haunted. It goes on eBay. Then a dummy buys it and puts it in a ghost museum. <laughs> Turns out it was a mom's doll and she loved it and it was never haunted before. Yeah. So yeah. basically we curse things or like possess things with our intentions. So he says like, uh, then Tenny says like, it's very much like unintentional sympathetic magic in many cases. He says, instead of someone purposefully creating a voodoo doll or a poppet, which is one of the theories of Robert the Doll. Uh, they do so without understanding they are doing it, which is also pretty terrible because the energy is wildly misdirect- uh, misdirected and without a purpose. So it can seem very negative because it's so confused and coming from so many places. Mm. So then I said, I get it. I'm just so confused by this haunted doll market on eBay where people are like, this person died in 2012 and now inhabits this doll. (laughs) And it was like a good mother and a writer. And like now it lives like in Tennessee with this woman. Um, I don't like understand how that how does a recent spirit get into a doll? And then Greg says it's dumb and they're lying. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly. And he's like, would, and I I can't remember if it was Greg or John, but they were like, would you want to live in a plastic doll after you die? Like, yeah, like who's going to choose? Like, I want to live in that thing. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, we can curse it with the idea of being haunted. Yeah. But this whole thing of like, I know this doll's backstory. It was a woman who tragically died five years ago. That's something that we probably like instill in it ourselves. Sure. Um, totally. Additionally, John told me something interesting that the, the quickest way to break a curse is by exchanging something like cursed for like monetary pay. And like that breaks the oh. the demonic energy or something. So oh. theoretically, like if you buy like a cursed doll on eBay or something, then that breaks the spell or something that's attached to it. So then that would like rescind any of the energy that's so I don't know. <laughs> you guys are like, sure. Yeah, great. A whole episode on dolls. <laughs> um, okay, so. So I, I went on eBay and I found some different like dolls that are being that are for sale. And these people are like saying allegedly what they do. So this person says uh, that there's this was an evil doll I found. And the woman says, normally I only send good spirits to people, but these spirits are confusing. After many sessions, I cannot determine whether they're good or bad. These entities have caused a lot of confusion and no one knows what they are. They will not disclose their identity. And when I ask, they give many different names each time. When communicating with them, they show both good and bad qualities. And it's hard to determine which is the accurate representation of these spirits. The dolls have been painted in what uh, is thought to resemble their human form or an image given of what they would like their vessel to look like. So this woman's trying to sell an evil doll that's like painted weird that she says the doll requested to be painted that way because it's what it wants to look like if it's a human. And then it's giving her all sorts of different names and information. Then I found this doll called Valentina, the love guide, which like I wanted to buy. Yeah, Um, I think you should. Oh, you should. Oh, we should get a haunted doll. It's only $20. I know. Yeah. So this is the description of Valentina. Uh, This is 23-year-old Valentina. She's 14 inches tall. She took her own life when she was forbid to be with the man she loved. This is allegedly the backstory of the spirit who is inhabiting this doll. She was given to me by a very good friend and collector like myself. Valentina is the first one to let me know if I've got toxic people in my life. The spirit is very protective. She can and will make everything go wrong until I cut ties with someone who's not right for me. She has caused flat tires, scared away a guy that was cheating on me, given me visions of bad fortune right before I found out someone had a bad gambling addiction, was in debt. She's even even given me insight on a good friend of mine that was stealing from me, who I had no idea was that way. Well, this woman has a hard life. She might just have bad judgment in who <laughs> yeah. her friends are <laughs> and is blaming it on the doll. Yeah, she's great at scaring away those who don't have your best interests at heart. I welcome her into my home, open-minded and wholeheartedly ready for change. I was tired of going through the same problems over and over, and I felt uh, a peace as soon as I felt her powerful presence in my home. She became a friend and a powerful tool to use against those who I couldn't otherwise overpower. I would keep her in my room at night, and during the day, if I was meeting with someone, I would hide her in my car or bring a purse big enough to bring her with me. (laughs) 
she's going that's so amazing like she'd bring her on dates so that like valentina could decide whether or not this person's a good catch <laughs> she's going amazing. to be a blessing to someone out there i normally invite all new entities and spirits with a white candle but with her i burnt cinnamon and lit a red candle the color of love Mm. Um, blah 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 before deciding that you want her uh, you need to realize by having valentina you are welcoming a spirit into your home some people think of some of the experiences as negative and scary like seeing or feeling a presence in your home lights dimming strange sounds or feeling touches while no one is there these are all normal Ugh. and do not mean the spirit is negative. It just means that, in fact, there is a spirit in your home. A lot of noises are heard coming from the room where these dolls are kept. Footsteps, children playing, laughter, and screams give the home a creepy paranormal feeling. The rooms are often hit with cold air and appliances turn off and on at random. Household items keep disappearing. Windows are continuously creaking and there are knocks on the door all the time, but there's no one there. Shadows and orbs are seen all the time. Trying to make sense of the spirits has been overwhelming and confusing to say the least, but she says it is all worth it. Again, I found, um, God, what is it? What's that show that Simon Cowell, not American Idol, but that he does now? America's Got Talent? Or yes. Is, but he's on the one with Howie Mandel. I already figured it out. So there's an episode of America's Got Talent and it's uh, Magician's Got Talent. One guy brings, uh, the contestant brings a haunted doll onto oh, no. stage. He brings one of the judges up. I can't think of her. I, I don't remember her name, but it's one Heidi of the female. Heidi Klum. No. Paula Abdul. It's one of the female judges. No. Gwen Stefani. No. But it's one of the female judges and she gets possessed by the doll. Oh, no. It's so it's so scary. That's really gross. I don't it's legit worth it. watching. Oh, is this Gabrielle Union? Yes, Gabrielle Union gets possessed. You guys can watch it later if you want. But it's like... Hold on, I gotta watch this now. I'm sorry. Fast forward it to when Gabrielle Union actually sits in the chair. Yeah, she's got a blindfold on right now. No, you know, he's touching the do He's... Oh, come on. He's got something going on. So basically what's happening is Gabrielle Union is blindfolded in a chair. And then there's this haunted doll. And then he's like, Gabrielle, raise your hand whenever you feel me touching you. And the guy doesn't touch Gabrielle Union at all. He keeps touching the doll. And when he touches the doll, Gabrielle Union raises her hand. So it's like she can feel whatever the doll is feeling. It's like really, it's honestly really scary. I don't know as a magician how he would do that. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> and then finally, there's this place, like I said, called uh, Doll Island, just south of Mexico City. Local legend says that the dolls move their heads and their arms. The dolls open their eyes. Uh, all these dolls are like hanging from trees and like stuck to the houses there. It looks cool as hell. Yeah. The dolls allegedly like whisper to each other. Oh, um, no. And some say that the the dolls lure people to come to the island. I know how that he did it. I know how, how he did it. How? how? If you see when she sits in the chair, there's like a thing behind her, like a pad behind her. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and he presses like a you button. You think it like vibrates or something? I think that he either has someone backstage or he has a thing that's connected to it. So it's not that she's feeling a touch on the arm. He's literally saying, when you feel a touch, raise your hand. So when these things are happening... She's feeling them and raising her hand, but it's because the pad is hitting her in the back. 
Mm. That's smart. That's smart. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You just told me Santa Claus doesn't exist, loser. (laughs) (laughs) There was something in that cushion that he made a point to pull toward uh, to pull upwards to touch your shoulders and had a remote on the doll to poke something into your back from the cushion. This is what someone's saying. Okay. That makes sense. Like, do it without the cushion, bitch. Yeah. He did say, like, sit straight up, sit straight up. Like, he did make a point of telling her how to sit in the chair. All right. Well, um, Maria one, creepy doll zero. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Don Julian Santana Barrera was the caretaker of this island. And so how it goes is that Julian found this little girl drowned, uh, in the middle of the river, uh, where this island is. And he was not able to save her life. And apparently next to where the little girl was drowned, there was also a doll. And so Julian decided to hang the doll up as kind of like a memorial for the girl. Um, but then he kept on putting dolls up at the island and like did not stop. So people think that maybe Julian got possessed by the dead girl and like this fascination of dolls is because of that. Um, and he made it his mission to hang up dolls all around the island. Wow. But then the weirdest thing is that years later, uh, Julian was found drowned in the exact <gasps> same place where the girl died. Oh, no. The doll island became like a really big uh, tourist location. However, there is also a fake doll island. Oh. Um, that most tourists, most tourists are taken to. So you have to say like, no, take me to the real doll, uh, doll island. Because that one's reserved mostly for locals. Oh. Yeah. So we'll post this link. But um, Amy Bonaducci, uh, who <laughs> I'm friends with on Twitter, went to went to the Doll Island and like wrote a cool article about it and um, took bunches of pictures. And it looks really, really incredible. Uh, it looks cool as hell. Yeah. At first, they tried to take her to the imposter doll island, and she had to pay another $100 in pesos to be taken to the real doll island. Damn. Oh, that's like $10. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But it seems like it was worth it. So yeah. anyways, um, if you want to buy a haunted doll, I mean, there's tons of them on eBay on Etsy. I mean, Nancy's got her own shop. You can visit the Annabelle doll. Yeah, Nancy feels like the go-to for haunted dolls. Yeah, I mean, like Nancy's <laughs> Nancy's place is popping off. This one is a life-size spirit, gorgeous, revengeful spirit. They all do different things, allegedly, to help you. Um, but I guess a bunch of it is just like the intention that you put into it. So I would love to know what you think of haunted dolls, if you've ever had anything haunted in your house, like an inanimate object. Oh, yeah. Um, would be really curious to me. Um, I had a few people write in, tell me one, one girl had a haunted jacket that she believed what? her ex-boyfriend Whoa. gave her. Yeah. She said her ex-boyfriend who practiced witchcraft gave her a jacket after they broke up. And she said like bad stuff always happened when she would w- wear the jacket. So then she like threw the jacket away. She was like, no, yeah, thank get you. Rid I of don't that want jacket. this. Yeah. So, um, let us know if you have any, uh, haunted experience with haunted inanimate objects. I'm really curious. Um, Melissa, if people want to reach us, where can they do so? You can send us an email at a webcrawlerspod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. Yeah. And check out Haunted Dolls on TikTok. It's like a real uh, burgeoning yeah. community. Um, anyways, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa. 
Robert the Doll Stetton. <laughs> and I'm Maria. It was in the back of the chair, Blasucci. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.